This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. So it's nice to see that someone is standing up for the American people. I'm referring to House Speaker, in this case, Kevin McCarthy. I'll get to that in just a second. So here it is Friday. And uh, Matt and Kenneth, you know what my biggest decision has been for the last two hours? My biggest dilemma. My biggest dilemma. It's it's not programming the show. I, I can do that part and talk politics. The biggest dilemma that I have right now is my grandkids are coming down this weekend from Rhode Island. and And I call this Operation Grandpa. Right. Yeah. And Operation Grandpa means that I'm going to take them, not not my wife. Uh I'm going to be responsible for changing my granddaughter's diapers. Oh, here we go. Here we go to to everything. And so I I knew they had that new park, water park at the Meadowlands. That's right. And I just found out in the last two hours they have a Nickelodeon theme park. Really? The, the last time I went to a Nickelodeon was in Florida when my kids were young, and, right. and now they're grown. And so that that's the one with the, the, the putty stuff, right? Yeah, like the slime. Right? Yeah. Slime, the that's, slime. That, that's the word. So I'm trying to figure out. I'm looking online. It says adults don't have to get tickets if you're going to the Nickelodeon theme park unless you're getting on the ride with the kids. And, of course, for my granddaughter, one of us will have to get on the ride with her, either me or my son. And so that is my biggest dilemma. Do you guys know anything about the water park, uh, Matt and Kenneth, the water park at uh, at uh, the Meadowlands? Or, 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 or That's right, you're in New Jersey. Guys. Yeah, I mean, it's so new. That stuff just opened within the last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't really know even much about it, how, how much of it is open. So I'm not the only one then. No. And how old How old are your grandkids? Grandson is nine. Granddaughter just turned two. All right. So the two-year-old is going to be hard to take on rides and she, she's, kitty rides. She, she's like her grandpa. She, it's <laughs> it's got to be her way or the highway. That's right. So, Kenneth, do you know anything about about these? Uh, the, my the, my best advice, Dom, yes. would yes. to not be any, not wear anything nice. Don't wear any good clothes because <laughs> it's probably going to get right dirty. And so, do I do the water park or do I do the Nickelodeon uh, theme park? I would say Nickelodeon than Nickelodeon. the water park if okay. you're going to go somewhere like that. Or there's always Dave and Buster's. Is right, that's still right. in the Palisades Mall. But, I don't but know. remember, I call this Operation Grandpa. Oh, so this has, this so, has right. to be bigger and better than anything. <laughs> it's got it's got to stand out. So that's right. I, I'll figure it out, guys. But but thank you, thank you for your perspective. So let's get let's get to the program on this uh, Friday morning. And I know I know you folks listening are saying, "Huh, what does Nickelodeon have to do with politics and talk radio?" Well, the fact of the matter is, I've been consumed. For the last couple of hours with Nickelodeon or to go to a water park. So if anybody's been there, give me a call and let me know. Should I take my grandkids to the Nickelodeon theme park or should I take them to the water park? And their grandmother is already telling me it's going to be cold this weekend, so I shouldn't have them in and out and on and on and on. But let's go back to what I originally said. It is nice to see that someone is standing up for the American people in particular 
as it relates to the southern border. And in this case, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, you know, initially uh, with the back and forth, back and forth, votes, 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 and and him not having enough votes to become Speaker, I, I was on the fence. But, but I'm impressed. I'm impressed thus far with what McCarthy is doing thus far. He went to the southern border and slammed President Biden just a few hours ago for allowing deadly drugs like fentanyl to come across the border and kill hundreds of Americans each and every day. At least McCarthy is highlighting the problem. At least he's there at the southern border talking about it. The California Republican and Speaker was at the border to call for greater security to end the flow of powerful narcotics coming across the border. I'm impressed with McCarthy thus far. I'm going to deal with a number of topics this morning. Here is a bit of what the speaker had to say at the southern border. The saddest part about all of this, the Mexican government doesn't know which of their citizens are leaving their country. The American government does not know who's coming into our country. But there's one entity who knows both, the Sinaloa cartel. They know exactly who's coming across and who's entering. They also know what's in the backpacks, the drugs. Today, more than 300 Americans will be poisoned and died from fentanyl. You're looking at a place that much of it comes through. Tomorrow, there'll be 300 more. That's the equivalent of an airline crashing. If an airline crashed in America every single day, by the third day, the entire nation would wake up and say, we need to fix the problem. Well, I promise you this. The new majority in Congress, we're going to fight to fix this problem. And that's exactly what we need to hear from our leaders. So I say bravo to Speaker McCarthy. For at least he's highlighting the problem at the southern border, and at least he's highlighting the issue of fentanyl. Another issue we will deal with this morning, and in a moment, we'll start with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Buyer's remorse for the residents of Pennsylvania. The truth is, as we all now know, is that John Fetterman, for health reasons alone, just on that issue alone, was not fit to serve in the United States Senate. Fetterman has checked himself into a hospital for a clinical depression treatment. That's a good thing. I don't want to discourage people from getting help on the mental health front when it's when it's needed. But the fact of the matter is, This man, when it's all said and done, when it's all said and done, on on health reasons alone, should not be in the United States Senate. And also, this is why I have a hard time with the wokeness and the far left and Black Lives Matter, the shoplifting epidemic is not only inconveniencing all of us when you go to the store, as you knew this would happen, it's costing New Yorkers their jobs. And how is the shoplifting epidemic costing New Yorkers their job? And also residents of New Jersey, residents of Connecticut, wherever you may be listening to us from, it's costing all of us dearly. And how it's happening is what do you think the impact is when these chain stores close? Do you think that they're the only casualty when the chain stores close down because of shoplifting? So Mayor 
Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, made this point as he went to uh, Albany the other day this week on lobbying day. It's all it's called Ten Cup Day because the mayors from around the state appear uh, asking for financial assistance. And so, let's start with your telephone calls this morning. Eight hundred on this Friday morning. Eight hundred eight four eight WABC. Eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Let's begin. Ah, so some advice I see as it relates to the Nickelodeon Park. So let's begin with uh, John Freehold, New Jersey. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Pleasure as always. Um, My advice would be do not do Nickelodeon. Um, Every time we've been trying to go there, like more than 10 things are closed. Uh, So you go on their website, they might have an update. Things are always closed there. It's not fun. But the water park is awesome, the DreamWorks water park. Yes, and okay. I would recommend two things, that you buy the Turbo Pass so you don't have to wait in line. And if you go towards the evening when it gets dark, the place is beautiful at night, and your kids will really have fun. Your ah. grandkids will have fun uh, on the slides while they're, like, lit up. Okay, and that's at the water park? Yeah, that's at the DreamWorks water park. Okay. It's going to be a lot more fun than Nickelodeon. It's hey, like, hey, but John, it's really but, hot in there. But, but for, they say it's 81 degrees, but for all of us, you have to basically chop off your left arm to be able to afford this. When you when you look at the prices, though, so I guess I guess that's uh, that's a part of um, of modern. Well, it's, it's like an attraction, you know. It's kind of like going to Universal Studios for the day, or you know, Disney. It's not the same, but it's worth the experience. Grandkids will have fun. Okay, well, fantastic. Thank you for the call, John. Let's go to. Uh, and and in, in a second, we're going to completely switch to the political topics here because, yet again, soft on crime, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg is uh, under attack uh, for how he handled a case involving a male nurse at Harlem Hospital that was literally punched in the eye, punched in the eye, and despite the, um, despite the, uh, the law, that says if you attack uh, health care workers, it's supposed to be a felony. Somehow the district attorney allowed the woman that uh, allegedly committed this crime to plead out on a misdemeanor. So it, it is to the point where, you know, Mr. Bragg can no longer hide or disguise what he's doing. Uh, he's acting as a social worker and, and we need a district attorney. We need a full-time district attorney. If we want the social workers, we can go to one of the graduate schools and get all the social workers in the world. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, okay, I wanted to talk about fentanyl. I don't think a lot of people realize how insidious this stuff is. I mean, it's um, a lot of my neighbors are smoking marijuana. Okay. This is what I've noticed. You get on the bus, the bus reeks of marijuana when the the teenagers get on and I'm sure none of them are smoking legal marijuana. So uh, the drug dealers that sell them these things to potentiate the high, they lace the stuff with fentanyl. So, you know, they're really, endangering themselves because uh, it doesn't take too much to get a lethal dose of that stuff. And they put fentanyl in heroin. So, you know, people who are injecting heroin, they think they're shooting heroin, and then they got they got fentanyl. So this stuff is uh, should be <laughs> – we should take this very seriously. Uh, I, this I, is not Norman, a – Norman, I, I agree with you a thousand percent, and it, it's, it literally scares me that these young people, let, let's face it, they want to grow up fast, they want to be adults, and they may be smoking a a um, a, uh, a, marijuana, a marijuana, a cigarette, or so on, and they don't know what that stuff is laced with. And and one joint, and it may be the end of your life. Right. And it, it's really scary, Norman, when you think about the potential for death as it relates to what's going on. Yeah. And uh, and the thing is, you know, people think that marijuana today is the same marijuana that 
say I smoked <laughs> a little bit uh, back in the 70s and 80s. But marijuana is a whole other animal today. It's, uh, you know, because even the legal stuff is hydroponically grown and they potentiate the THC and you get much, much more high than a little buzz. You get totally messed up. And, you know, they're, it, it, this is being pushed, you know. it's You get on the subway and you see ads for, uh, you know, uh, uh, they're talking about uh, uh, the new, you know, they're like cannabis awareness, you know, to be aware about cannabis. I mean, it's it's being pushed. It, it's it used to be marijuana was the counterculture drug. Now it's the drug of the establishment, and it seems to be being pushed on our 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 young people. And and, and, and just, you know what, Norman, I I I agree with you, and and it's really really sad. I I appreciate. Um, your comment, uh, shedding light on on what's going on. But again, this is why I'm giving Speaker McCarthy credit for being there at the southern border. In a moment, we're going to go up to uh, Jennifer in Boston. But let me be, let me go right now to Charles in Queens. Good morning, Charles. What's on your mind? Good morning. Uh, I wanted to say I disagree with you regarding Bragg is acting like a social worker. First of all, I want to say that in the Talmud it says. If you're kind to the evil, you'll be evil. You're being evil to the kind. That's exactly what's happening. But but he's not being kind to the evil because he's not doing the criminal any favors. If he was a social worker, he would make sure that work towards prisons really being towards rehabilitating courses they would have to take. Okay, so wait, Charles. So take. Charles, so so you feel that Mr. Bragg is a good district attorney? That he's doing what what a district attorney Traditionally, you're supposed to do. Why he's allowed to live, but he's not a social worker because he's not doing the criminal okay. any favors either. Okay, but wait, but I just I need you to focus, Charles. I need you to please answer my question. Do no, he you doesn't be- deserve to live. Bragg doesn't deserve to live. Okay, so I'm if totally he- with you, but he's not a social worker. He's not doing the favor to the criminal. Yeah, okay, but but Charles, wait a minute now. <laughs> If if you're okay, so this, this woman that punched the uh, social worker, and, excuse me, punched the nurse in the face at Harlem Hospital in the in the hospital, right? Should get ten years now, prison. Okay, but wait, wait. So so it, it should be a felony for on the job attack on healthcare workers. That's what it's supposed to be based on state law. Somehow the lady walks with a misdemeanor. That's not benefiting the criminal. No, because the criminal is going to go do it again and again. Does that make him? Does that do him any favors? He, 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 favor would be if he would get to learn to understand. Charles, to okay, Charles, Charles, to I, Charles, Charles, my friend, I, I, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. If somebody is okay, looking at a felony, no, no, I don't have all that time, Charles. Thank you for the call. If somebody's looking for looking at a felony rap. And the district attorney says, no, you're not going to have a felony that's going to ruin your life, basically. I'm going to give you a misdemeanor. I'm going to go against the grain and go against what I'm supposed to do. That's the biggest wet kiss that one could think of. Let's go to Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Um, I have a point to make, which I'll be concise about. But before that, I just briefly wanted to speak to your phone call last night with David from the Bronx. Um, he was talking about his mom and the sentiment involving, you know, her passing and just his life. And I just wanted to say to you both, because I remember the night you spoke at length, um, you know, at a, not for a long time, but just really in a very moving, moving way about your mother and having to go to the hospital that last day and all. And I just want to say, Dominic, that was I was in tears listening to you that night. And it moved me so deeply, and you were so eloquent and, and heartfelt and genuine in sharing that part of your life with all of us. And it was it was just remarkable. And I I think you and David are just both very dignified, strong, strong, good men. And I, I you know none of us can choose where we come from, but we can choose what we do with our life. And you should both be commended. Um, and I just wanted to say that first off. Thank you. Thank you. Go, go right. Jennifer, you still there? Okay. We just lost Jennifer. Uh, and perhaps, uh, she will, she will call back a number of issues that I am dealing with this morning. As I mentioned, 
the the fact of the matter is I'm glad that uh, Senator John Fetterman is uh, of Pennsylvania is going to receive the help that he needs for clinical depression. He is at Walter Reed, um, and it's a good thing that he's uh, getting help, but this this man should not be in in the uh in the US Senate. And I was on the uh I was on the fence during the debate with Dr. Oz as it relates to uh the devices that were put in place for him to understand the comments that were being made and the questions. And uh, I'm an advocate for uh for helping uh those with disabilities. Um but but this man this man should not should not be in the U.S. Senate. I, I see all the other calls. I'm going to go back to Jennifer. Jennifer, it's got to be quick, but go ahead and uh, continue with your point, please. I, I will, and I apologize. I um, just want to say regarding Kevin McCarthy and the whole going to the border and dealing with the illegal thing and, you know, pursuing that, um, I, it's really, to me, are you familiar with the rancher that was arrested for murder in Arizona, Dominic, the 73-year-old rancher? Yes, I, I am. Yeah. Okay, because I just want to say, to me, as a family, I have a family member that's been at 25 years old, lost to fentanyl, um, not knowing he was taking something laced with fentanyl. And I also see that man out there being charged with first-degree murder. And that person that he supposedly killed was found with a radio and tactical boots on. The guy was obviously involved with something illicit. And they have a no trespass. If you're if you're threatened in Arizona on your property by a trespass, you're supposed to be allowed to shoot. But we have an American citizen sitting in ba- uh, in jail on a million dollars, a million dollars bond to get out. And um, he's 73 years old. And yet we have a six time illegal crosser that was shot and killed. I, I, I mean, I, I don't understand. It's like we're, we're contorting ourselves like pretzels to accommodate and indulge the illegal activity that is going on and people like my family member and this man are being uh, either killed or persecuted or prosecuted, whatever. I don't understand it. And I thank God some of the Republicans are standing up and I just thank you for talking about it. And thank you. Thank you for the, uh, for the call, Jennifer. And I'm going to focus on that case uh, in the days ahead. I just haven't had time to jump into it the way that I, that the way that I need to do so. Let's go to Alex in Brooklyn. Good morning, Alex. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Thanks for taking the call. I would like to explain what Charles was trying to say because he didn't come across that clear. I think that what he was trying to say is not that Alvin Brack is a good district attorney, but and he is allowing these criminals out without bail, and that's causing this crime crisis that we're in right now. But if Alvin Brack really cared about the criminals, he would be holding them accountable, and they would not go out on bail because that way they would learn their lesson, and it would be good for them for the long long term. They wouldn't be living a life full of crime because they would learn their lesson. So he's not he's not doing any favors for the criminals as much as he's not doing any favors for the citizens of the city of New York. But, Alex, I, I hear you and, and thank you for giving me a uh, a uh, clarification of the point that was made. But the, to be honest with you, the way that I'm looking at the situation, considering how much it is destroying our country right now, I'm not concerned with the criminal. And that's 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 a big part of the problem. I don't understand all of this concern. We rarely talk about the victim and and the impact on society, but all the time we hear about the criminal. I I, I hear you, Alex, and, and I thank you for that. But I, I have I have had enough, frankly, about being concerned as it relates to the criminal. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to continue with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it 
a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Mayor Adams goes to Albany the other day and uh, and testifying before or making comments uh, before a uh, panel in Albany. He tells lawmakers and, and as part of his bail reform plea that New Yorkers are losing their jobs because of shoplifting. And what baffles me is when you listen to folks on the left, when you listen to the wokeness, no one wants to deal with the reality of the cause and effect of what's going on in the country. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that if a chain store is losing half of its inventory that it's on the hook for, that it's only a matter of time until that store is going to shut down. And when that store shuts down, what do you think is going to happen to the employees? So, I mean, really, does this need to be a news flash? that if you don't get shoplifting under control, that folks are going to lose their jobs. And then you have the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, in Manhattan. A male nurse is attacked at the hospital, viciously punched in the eye by a woman patient. There is a state law that basically says it's a felony if it's an on-the-job attack on healthcare workers. And yet somehow, somehow, the woman that did this gets a slap on the wrist, misdemeanor charge, misdemeanor. And the the male nurse is is stating this is crazy, that he's very disappointed. 55 years old, he could have lost his vision. But this is the world that we live in, live in these days. Let's go to Phyllis, Phyllis in Queens. Good morning, Phyllis. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning, lovely Dominic. And may I wish you a happy belated Valentine's Day from my heart to Thank yours. you, and same to you. Okay, so to be very serious, this is a serious subject which we've known for many months about them closing yes. their doors and people losing their jobs. It's an absolute shanda. That means a disgrace. Why can't we get rid of Bragg and other DAs like him? Why can't there be a class action suit that says you have failed your job, you have failed the people, you are responsible, you have blood on your hands, like that judge in Michigan who the person ended up getting killed because of her decision. They have blood on their hands besides the fact that people are losing their jobs for every single person that gets arrested and set free, they should go to jail, each of those DAs. They should pay for each crime that is committed basically in their name. And right. especially well, if there's viciousness and, and, and you know terrible things happening to people being hurt, it's absolutely out- outrageous. Why can't we get rid of them? Why is the state law strangling us? Why can't we well, overstep this law well, and make our own law? You can't even sue the district attorney for the most part for, for something that they do. And, and Phyllis, you already know why you can't get rid of Bragg. And as you're speaking, what I was thinking about, remember before the campaign, before the campaign for governor, Governor Hochul put, put Mr. Bragg on notice. She's the only one that can get rid of him. What's he waiting for? But, but that, Phyllis, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen 
number one, for racial politics. The governor of this state, who's already the progressives in Albany, look at what just happened with, happened with Judge LaSalle. She wanted to put this moderate to head the court. The progressives in Albany said, absolutely not. And for the first time ever, when a governor has appointed a chief judge, the state Senate, Andrea Stewart, Stewart Cousins and company, voted him down. And so Governor Hochul has got her own problems up in Albany, and there is no way in the world, Phyllis, believe me, I feel your frustration. Believe me, and I, I, I agree with you. There is no way in the world that Governor Hochul is going to make a move to replace the first African-American elected district attorney in, in Manhattan. And so there it is, Phyllis. There, there you have it. It's for, it's for racial reasons. It's not going to happen. And so in the meantime, we are all stuck with this in terms of what's going on. I thank you for the, uh, for the lovely call, Phyllis. And again, uh, happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Thank you. Let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Dominic, on a happier note, <clears throat> I was wondering if you might consider taking your kids to Liberty Science Center. Excuse me. Well, <clears throat> maybe, maybe, maybe another time. There's a time and a place for that, John. But, but as I mentioned at the top of the show, um, that that with, with Grandpa spending time with his grandkids, I, I joke to everybody in my family, and I call this weekend Operation Grandpa. So it's got it's got it's got to be spectacular, and it's got to be big. And so maybe I'll do that another time. But I've got to do something that that's going to be. I got to hit the ball out the park, and so that's why I'm going to go to either the Nickelodeon place at the Meadowlands or to the uh, indoor water park, whichever one will score me more points. Well, I think you'd have a, a solid triple, at least, with Liberty Science Center, especially if the weather is not going to be co- cooperative. And uh, I, I think the view from there of, of Lower New York Harbor is absolutely fantastic. So I think the kids might enjoy that, too. Okay. So. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for your two cents, John. And you have a, uh, a lovely uh Morning. I see that. I see there's another uh, call, Lynn in Manhattan, to offer me some advice on this weekend. I'll get to that in just a second. But first, let's go to Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's What's on your mind this morning? I. I. It's such a coincidence. We're talking about the drugs, of course. I. I got this in the mail today, and it just shocked me. I'm, I just kept staring at it. I, I I won't say where, but I live in a very you know clean neighborhood. There's really no drugs around, you know, and we don't have uh, really crime or anything. It's pretty you know pretty nice, nice people, middle class, right? This came in the mail today. Uh, I don't know where you know I don't even know what this place is. Uh, it's a few blocks away from me, and I won't give the name of it. It came it was you know mailed out to everyone, no names, postal customers to everyone. And it says vape, CBD, e-cigs, and convenience. It's a new place. This is what you know. We, everybody really needs. They're, they're sending this out all over. They're, I mean, it does. Doesn't it really feel? I mean, I think everybody feels it that there's something out there. You know, we talk, talk about liberals and and conservatives and all that. That's all political. But there's something else out there. That is trying to destroy everyone, you know. Where the, the drugs is a, is a re- we never had anything like it was a small thing, but now with all this stuff coming in, and you know, it's just kids getting killed, dying from it. I mean, it's disgusting. I, I was shocked, you know. I never saw anything like this. Well, it, there's nothing like this in this neighborhood. It's, it's just unbelievable. Linda, I I understand what you're saying, but remember, you're going to have all of these places looking to, for those that, the market of marijuana, those looking to purchase, they're going, you haven't seen anything yet. That's just the beginning. And I get it. I understand what you're saying, but you, things, and this is why I was against making it legal uh, in New York State. This is just the beginning beginning you haven't seen anything yet and and i understand your your outrage uh, as it relates to the situation i thank you for the call 
Linda from Long Island this morning. Let's go from uh, Long Island to Elmont. Elmont, let's say good morning to Steve. Steve, what's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Um, I'm going to try to keep it short. Uh, listening to these programs over the months and stuff like that, I came to the conclusion that, you know, this whole crime stuff that's going on, it's a business. It's a business. It's like the war on drugs. Don't, don't say no. I mean, just say no. It's the, the, the medical thing, you know, we're going to um, just treat whatever it is, but we're never going to cure anything anymore. And it's a business. Follow the money. Okay, but wait, Steve. But, okay, but wait, Steve. Yes. You, you say it's a business, so it's a business yes. to benefit who or whom? Well, once, once they finish, once the city finished getting destroyed, not just the city, but cities all over the country, like what happens with a lot of property, it gets run down. And then all of a sudden, it gets redone, and it's brought back up, and the people make a lot of money. But in this case, the heroes are going to be whoever's behind this, supporting, putting the money behind these, you know, whack DAs and stuff like that. And then they'll put the people, and then they'll clean it up when they're ready to, when they're ready to clean it up. There's nothing that's going on that that's not an answer. All of this crime, you know. With the right person in office, I remember, unfortunately, not a fan of him, but his policies work. Giuliani, I own a restaurant. I remember some dudes coming into the store with a drink, a bottle in their hand, and they said, no, 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 no. I'm going to wait till I get home for this because I'm drinking right now. They're taking your car. Yes. That's it. Yes. You don't play with them. You don't play. And right now, this is the best time to be a criminal. If you want to do some crime. That is so sad, Steve. But it's so sad, but it's so true. And and you're right because, uh, and, and this is why I constantly say, and I know some people don't like it, but this is why I constantly say that Rudy Giuliani will go down in history as one of the best mayors ever of New York City because he didn't tolerate all of this nonsense. And but one more thing, Dominic, I'm, I'm going to say, sorry for cutting you off real quick. I just want to say what I'm really, really, really tired of is the weaponizing of the civil rights movement. The struggle, the black Americans in this country's struggle has now been weaponized. So anytime you say something black, you know, uh, people don't know what to hide. They, they can't respond anymore. This DA is an embarrassment to black, to black people, especially to strong, powerful black men. All these little programs, they slide them in under, you know, under the guise of black. And it's not black. It's actually a virus um, that's hiding under the civil rights movement. We wow. got to filter those guys out, too. Wow. That, that, that is powerful, Steve, what you just said. Um, and, 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 and I, I, I may, I may, I may have to borrow that, but, uh, and thank you for the call, Steve, that, you know, these programs that they are a really a virus. It's really deep. What Steve just said, think about it. Think about it, folks. I've got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we will continue with your telephone calls. We are taking your calls on a number of topics on this Friday morning from Manhattan district attorney, uh, Alvin Bragg to uh, Senator John Fetterman. Uh, he's back in a D.C. area hospital, this time uh, getting treatment for clinical depression. This man should have never been elected to the Senate solely based on, on health reasons alone. New York City Mayor Eric Adams says that due to shoplifting, New Yorkers are losing their jobs because chain stores are shutting down. We are going to take a break, but we want you to join the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app or going to WABCRadio.com slash VIP and enter now for this week's 77 WABC VIP Club prize, a personalized and autographed copy of WABC owner-operator John Katsimatidis' new book, How Far Do You Want to Go? Lessons from a Common Sense Billionaire. Join the 77 WABC family as every week 
We are giving away prizes to our 77 WABC VIP members. Prizes include live event experiences, celebrity meet and greets, signed items, concert tickets, and more. Download the app or you can go to uh, 77wabc.com slash VIP and you will also receive a special members only newsletter and also be automatically entered for a chance to win each week's 77 WABC VIP prize. Become a 77 WABC VIP member like me. WABC. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And get this, folks, Chick-fil-A has opened a delivery workers rest stop. A storefront that if you're a delivery worker in New York, you can actually stop by. And uh, it's a 5,000 square foot space, and it's called the Break Room. It's located on 3rd Avenue between East 83rd Street and East 84th streets and it has bathrooms, outlets, bike parking, coffee and tea, and a lounge area. It's all free for people that deliver food and they must show proof that that they have made a drop off within the past week uh to get inside. I just find that interesting and I consider that being a, a good uh corporate uh, friend of the city uh, as Chick-fil-A is making much more of an impact locally here in New York. Coming up at the top of the hour, the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Let's go, before I go to Tom in the Bronx, let's go to Lynn in Manhattan. Good morning, Lynn. What's on your mind? Mr. Carter, good morning. I'd like to make two quick comments. I told you, screen. I want to talk about your trip to the American Dream Mall, but i also like to make a quick comment about Alvin Bragg. Number one, if you go to the American Dream Mall, I don't know if you're afraid of heights or not, but uh, there's a tremendously big Ferris wheel out there. And if you go on that with your nine-year-old, I think he'll be blown away because the views from this Ferris wheel, from this Ferris wheel are spectacular. Aha. Uh-huh. how far you can see. Mm-hmm. So that's the answer. That, I think that will definitely blow his mind. It, that, that'll create a lifelong memory. And I also want to say briefly about Alvin Bragg. I think that one – one of the things that the other caller was trying to say is that whereas you're saying that Alvin Bragg is a bad DA but maybe a good social worker, I think that other caller was trying to say that Alvin Bragg is neither a good DA nor a good social worker. So And now I now I get it. Now I get it, Lynn. I, I just get very frustrated um when I hear anyone try to make any type of defense of Mr. Bragg because I think <laughs> I think I think to be honest with you that he's a disgrace. And, uh, and, and, and that he should not. Call. Of course. Thank you, Lynn. And so now the question becomes, you said it'll blow my grandson's mind to put him on this Ferris wheel. But what if I get scared on the uh, on the uh, on the Ferris wheel? Thank you again, Lynn. Let's go to Tom in the Bronx. Good morning, Tom. What's on your mind? I'd like to say that so far up where I live at 200th Street here, Bedford Park, we we didn't seem to lose any stores here in our area. We had 99-cent-plus stores and we, uh, restaurants and everything, uh, and uh, we've got a major supermarket, Cherry Valley, down on Webster Avenue. So far, everything here seems to be intact. We're not far from the police station here at all, either, on Webster Avenue. It's a few blocks north of us. And I, uh, I count my, I'll, we count our lucky stars here, you know, that yes. so far we're intact. 
But I, if this continues with the thefts, then what's going to happen? The kind of government, uh, kind of policing we're going to have, is is going to be real uh, socialistic. In other words, it's going to be vicious. Uh, we have vicious uh, policing co- coming our way if this continues, and when the problem starts to go away, we'll see a real turn around and everything will be vicious. It'll really be bad. Well, Tom, all I know is that we need, <clears throat> we need law and order. That's, that's oh. all, that's all I can tell you. And so mayor Adams going to Albany declaring that New Yorkers are losing their job. Well, he's right. Right. But, but, but at the end of the day, fix it. Fix it. I, I, well, that's what they should do. But maybe we, we should have marches to Albany and everything, too. Maybe they should do that. Hmm. They should surround Albany with thousands of people. Hmm. Well, Tom, uh, I, I I appreciate your, uh, your, your call. And, folks, let me, uh, let me say this. So Don Lemon over at CNN is under fire for the comment he made about uh, Nikki Haley and not being in her prime and so on and and defining the age when women are in their prime. Notice I haven't discussed this. It's it's not because it's not on my radar screen. It's just that he is so outrageous where society is starting to see his humongous ego and what he really happens to think. Let's go to Linda, and we're taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Linda in Brooklyn. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I'm calling about the theme park. I think you should take them to the water park. It sounds like it's going to be fun. Just make sure you bring a change of clothes. That's all I have to say tonight. <laughs> so, so bring, bring. Do you have children, Linda? No, I don't have children, but I have uh, nieces, nieces and nephews. nephews. Okay, and are, yeah. are, are they of age now? Are they like teenagers or? Yes, they're teenagers. I remember when my niece was two years old. She loved action things. Really? And I think yes, I think your 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 granddaughter would love it, and the nine year old would have fun too. So just go for it. Just go you for know. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Linda, I'm I'm gonna hold you accountable here. I'm gonna hold okay. you accountable. Thank you for the call, Linda. And so again, folks, we are dealing with a number of topics this morning. Uh, I really believe that the people of Pennsylvania should feel buyer's remorse as it relates to Senator uh, John Fetterman for health reasons. And, you know, maybe hindsight is 2020, but I understand control of the Senate was, uh, was up in the air and so on, but for health reasons, he should have uh, bowed out of the race. He's uh, at Walter Reed now being treated for, um, being treated for clinical depression, and he was hospitalized just recently. This this is not going to end well, uh, in terms of. I, I mean, I hope that it does, but it's but it's not as it relates to uh, Senator uh, Fetterman uh, in the Senate. It's you know, it's just not. It's not the time for him right now, and and. He should have bowed out. That would have been the thing, the respectable thing to do, respecting the voters and not looking out for his own interests. Max in Manhattan. Good morning, Max. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, uh, Dominic, thank you for taking my call. Um, The previous caller was talking about um, having some sort of march in Albany. And uh, it comes to mind that there's going to be a march this on the 19th, this Sunday, um, maybe not the same intent uh, as, as that he wanted in Albany, but this is going to be called Rage Against the War. It's headed by Gerald Salenti, and it's a protest against okay. the uh, hey, Ukrainian-Russian war. You can't listen to the radio while you're commenting because all I hear is what's in the background. But you said you said there's a you said there's a uh, 
a march this, this Sunday. Thank you for the call. You said there's a march this Sunday. And, folks, uh, when you call, please make sure your radio is turned down because that's all we can hear in the background. Leo on the Upper East Side, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I have a question about Elvin Bragg because it looks like no one can move him except Hawkwell, and she's not going to move it. And, and that is the case. That is the case, Leo. My question is, uh, can President actually reach over the states federally with executive order? Let's say Donald Trump would give each state one-time power, actually, let's say, move all these uh, all these both uh, things who were set by by Soros. Right, but that, but that, that, that's not that's not doable. And uh, I mean, you know, it sounds like something where it's not it's not a, a bad idea, Leo. But again, the only person, and I thank you for the call, the only person that can remove uh, District Attorney Alvin Bragg is the Governor of New York State, Kathy Hochul, and she talked tough for a while before the election. But since the election, she has not had anything to say as it relates to Mr. Bragg. But she also has her set of problems dealing with the legislature. Because right now, the legislature is essentially telling Governor Hochul, you don't run the state. We do. And our progressive politics. And so right now, and we're going to continue to take your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Right now, I'm joined by Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight. Good morning, Friday. Hello, Friday. Dominic. Happy you, Friday to you. And so what do you have coming up? Uh, well, we got to ask Frank anything hour coming up in just a minute. So whatever people have questions about, I will do my best to answer them. And then uh, no guests for the rest of the program. So there's going to be plenty of time for me to tell long meandering stories and for listeners to interact with them. So it's going to be fun. And uh, we have denunciations coming up. And I have some some tidbits that I think that the that a lot of the other shows have missed that I'm going to bring to people's attention. So are you familiar with this Don Lemon situation? Yeah, yeah. I was just reading about it. This is on my list of things to talk about tonight. Ah, give us a little a little promo. Well, look, I mean, I have kind of never gotten the appeal of Don Lemon. I don't understand what, uh, you know, what the big allure is of him. I'm amazed that he's had a job for as long as uh, he had. I mean, Thank he's, you. he's getting talked about more now in the last week than he has for the last three years. So, uh, I mean, maybe this is his way of going out in a blaze of glory because they say the new leadership at CNN wants to go a different direction. I don't know. Let's take one call on this. Rob and in Staten Island, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. You only got about 25 seconds, Rob. Go ahead. All right. Good evening, guys. Just real quick about Don Lemon. He, you know, he he likes to offend people. He did it making um anti-white male comments and now he's offending the women on his show i mean they're walking off they're walking off on him and and you know what rob thank you for respecting the the time here thank you for the call so frank you're going to deal with this this morning absolutely okay so i look forward to it please don't keep me up all night long listening to the radio (laughs) no promises my friend no promises have a great weekend frank morano's coming up right now right after news headlines with alex barnard Have a great weekend, folks.